0: And we are back. That's right. Back again. Joined by a special guest on the
1: podcast. Very special guest. Very special episode, man. I really... The man who needs no introduction, right? My boy, I met him a real long <laughs> time ago over at uh, Ryder University right now. Currently in the G League. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let him give you guys a little bit of background about himself. But my boy, my brother, Lacey James... Welcome to the podcast, my brother. It's been a long time coming, but we finally got you here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. What's up? What's up? What's up, brother? So the pleasure's all ours, man. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for making time. I know you uh, had quite the busy schedule. For the fans at home, man, for you guys who don't know Lacey, right? So Lacey uh, is a professional basketball player. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's had his journey. He was overseas. Now he's in the U.S. You know what I'm saying? And looking to work his way up to the actual NBA, you know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, he's still grinding, he's still hooping, you know what I'm saying? And this is a guy that I want to say, I met him his first day at Ryder University, right? So so you had just graduated high school, I think Ryder was the first school you came to, right? Facts, all facts right there. Yeah, yeah, it was so, I, I, I'm a, before I let you introduce yourself, so I kind of took over a little bit, but... Um, I actually remember the first time I met you was you and then this other guy who was recruited. I think he was Keelan. So I think he was the Rhode Island, Mr. Basketball, right? Yeah. 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 Keelan
2: Little nice. guard Keelan. Keelan
1: Ives. Yup. 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 Yep. Keelan Ives. So y'all was in the same, uh, freshman class and given that y'all were mm-hmm. basketball players, y'all were there early. I was an international student, international I'm from the U S Virgin Islands, but I don't even know how they how to g- categorize <laughs> that. But anyways, I was international. So I was there hella early. So I see these young cats, Lacey, twice my height, Keelan there. I'm like, Hey, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> like, Hey, what's up? The first thing they asked me, they're like, So where the party at? You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? We, we shared the uh, link, whatever, whatever. But nah, nah, all jokes aside, man, it's been nothing but love for real, for real since then. And, and I've been, I've been tapped in, locked into your journey, bro. So, so Lacey, why don't you give them a little bit about yourself? Let them know who you currently play with and just some information about yeah. yourself.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, so like you said, man, I, I went to uh, Ryder University for my first freshman year, and I transferred to Northern Illinois, where I graduated with my uh, bachelor's in communications. Hey, hey. Um, and then after NIU, I, I, I graduated when it was COVID, when all COVID hit. So we we were going, we had a good enough team to go to the tournament, but it just got canceled and everything. And so a lot oh. of teams, professional teams, yeah, a lot of teams like um, professional teams, after I wanted to move on. It was kind of like a slow period, and lot shut down something. No, and so I went over to London, um, played there in the British Basketball League for a couple months while um, COVID. And then I came back. Um, now I joined the Westchester Knicks, which is the G League team of the New York Knicks. Um, went with them, and then uh, had some stuff go on. So I was off the court, with health reasons, with my heart and everything, had to do some extra testing, go through some uh, medical clearance um, with legally and. Um, medical-wise, and then I got cleared. Um, thank God for that, thank and I got God. cleared, and then I joined the um, Detroit Pistons and their G League team and brought some guys down, and then now, and then as soon as um out the door, Denver Nuggets called, hey. said, you know, what's up? We we want to, the Grand Rapids, the Grand Rapids uh, kid is going back to Grand Rapids. I'm from Grand Rapids, hey. Michigan originally. So it was kinda of cool playing when they called. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kinda of cool that Deborah Nuggets has their G League team there. So it's a little full circle moment, man. After all that traveling from New Jersey to Illinois to London to New York to Detroit. You know, I'm I'm, I'm back where I'm back where it all started. So that that's kinda of just a, a little, you know, couple seconds of my journey.
1: You
2: know, if you if you wanna say.
1: Bro, that's that's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? That's actually a really beautiful mm-hmm. thing, man. Um, Yeah, I, now that you say I did realize, I, I didn't realize you were from Grand Rapids, man. That is actually dope, man. And I think, you know what I'm saying?
2: 616, shout out,
1: 616. Hey, big shout out, big shout out. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, God is good yeah. all the time. You know what I'm saying? And he only gives us right. what we're ready for when we're ready for it. You know what I'm saying? And so... Everything happens mm-hmm. for a reason. I know sometimes, you know, the the journey might feel longer than it needs to be. That's sometimes how I feel with my my personal stuff, and sometimes even with the who plug, right? Because because when you know you're dope, you know you're dope, yeah. you check. But it might take some time for everybody else to catch on. But uh, yeah, yes, that's
0: dope stuff, man. It's all about the timing too. It's funny you said college, you caught the pandemic, yeah. and you missed that NIL money. That's crazy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you
2: telling me, <laughs> hey, 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 I got. To- let me tell you a little inside thing real quick. I'm I'm gonna go back. So when I was at Ryder, yeah, I try and I you know I said I transferred to NIU. Well I had to sit out a whole year. Because back then with the rules, yeah. if you transfer, you have to sit out unless the coach gets fired or something like that, the NSA rules, you know, you can't make money back then. You had, if you transfer, you had to sit out a whole year. Fact. Let me and tell so you I had something to sit where out you, a whole year where you come before you I went gone. to NIU.
0: I thought you were going to say Baggett was handing out some bags on the low or something. Back no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 Hey, 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 I'm, I'm out that picture right there, you feel me? Nah, shout out
0: Coach Baggett, though. Nah. That's
2: yeah, yeah, guy. big <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, but the NCAA changed a lot of rules, man, since, since it, 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 it changed. I mean, it's for the better, though, because, I mean, at yeah, the end actually. of the day, you know, it's for the. It's for the athletes. That's, that's you know, that's it's all about.
0: Yeah. And if you're trying to find a better situation, trying to find some playing time, there's no reason you should be getting held up for that. And it is, like you said, it's better for the yeah. athletes. We see what Coach Prime's about to do out there in Boulder. Hey, he's using that transfer. Man, he's about
2: to do something big, man. <laughs> to the yeah. yeah. He told he's them guys to get in help. the portal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, facts. He was like, y'all better be ready because half of y'all ain't going to be here next year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was not playing with yeah, them. Yeah. He was not playing with Omnabro, but I'm glad that you mentioned that. I mean, we're on the topic of the NCAA, right? A lot of things, as you mentioned, have changed. And I mean, some of those rules, they seem silly from the jump, but I mean, they were done for specific reasons. And I think, you know, with the change in in how the world is going in general, but just the the power that is given to players now. In sports, in America in general, I mean, I really can't speak for the rest of the world, but I mean, what it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago compared to what it is now, players have power, they have say, you know what I mean? And so the whole rule about like the the money, like Ty mentioned, the new deals that have come out where college uh, kids are able to, you know, uh, pair up with companies and make money and actually eat while they're in college, right? Which has been been the best part about it because you always hear the stories about guys who are bringing in in these especially some of these bigger schools near millions of dollars a year for their programs right jerseys being sold all of that and they they can't even get enough for the for the ramen at the end of the night you know what i'm saying and so it's crazy man right it's crazy you know crazy. so so no it's an amazing thing that they did i mean at the end of the day they were strong arm you know But sometimes you gotta apply that mm-hmm. pressure to to really make things exactly. right
2: so Gotcha. Yeah, you, you got. You got to let them know, like, hey, man. At the end of the day, like, you're not gonna just walk over me. You know what I mean? You're not gonna walk over and just and just use and abuse what 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 you know the talent and and the opportunities that what that you know the athletes have. And so you know, it's it's just getting started. It's growing. It's growing fast, but it's a it's good growth. You know, it's a good growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: definitely necessary. So I got a question, mm-hmm. man. You touched on the journey, a few of the stops along the way. This isn't your first time around the rodeo. You know what I'm saying? a couple years into this thing, especially as in terms of being a professional. So just take us through it, man. Shed some light. What's it like being in the G league? We know about the travel, but, but on a day to day, how is life of a G league player?
2: Man, it's, uh, it's really love, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's, you know, if, if you love this, then it's, it's, it'll be easy to you because at the end of the day, you know, this is what you do. It's what your job is. And, you know, it's what you grew up wanting to do. It's what you, you know, in high school, which you stayed after for to get some extra shots up, all those little things, you know, that, that, and so, like, you know, every day, you know, you're traveling here and there, Um, you're on a bus or a plane, um, you know, you go to different cities, different days. Um, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's really love and, you know, just, uh, I'm gonna say, man, if you, if you really love, like I said, if you really love this hooping thing, you know, then it, it'll be easy to you.
1: That's dope, bro. That's dope, bro. And Ty, I'm glad you asked that question, man. And, and like you said, man, it's, uh, a lot of a lot of people they see, you know, NBA players, G League players, professional sport players in general, right? They're like, Man, they don't we, we as fans, we may not look at it as right, this is people's jobs, but this is your guys' jobs, right? And people don't understand the kind mm-hmm, of yeah. work that it took not only to get there, but to maintain this, right? Because like you said, you said something very important. If you weren't a hoop head, you wouldn't pick it up, right? You said if you love this, it'll be easy. A lot of people don't understand the kind of work that it takes right it's the they might see the flashiness they might see the flying the travel the the, the perks right but they don't see the the work right the the being the being in the trenches you know what I mean the being up at four or five six in the morning the getting the shots up the working out before the working out right the waking up the travel the having to go bed early right not being around family all the time not being able to go out all the time well Man. you can right, but if you want to be the best that you can be right. It's it's you know what I'm saying you really gotta make that conscious decision. And a lot of people don't understand that this is a profession that you guys are professionals and that's what it takes on a on a day in, day, day out basis, bro. And that's why I got a lot of love and respect for the guys really doing it. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, man, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that support and love because like you said, like you, you said it perfectly. People don't understand, like this is what I this is what I do to put food on the table. And it's just, it's no different from somebody working at like a tech company or maybe they're a manager at a, at a store or something, you know, this is what they do. And just like a, that manager at a store, he's walking around the store, making sure that, you know, everything is picked up. He's making sure that things is neat. He's doing the extra. Well, this is, this is the athlete's way of doing the extra, getting shots up, getting the treatment getting uh, maybe extra lifting, getting some extra sprints in, you know, so it's the same thing, but it's just in a different, different way. And so um, that's where people get it confused. Like you said, they, they just see the they just see the finished product. They don't see the the start of it. They don't see the the process of it. You just see the the nice shiny car. You don't see all the the stuff. You don't see all what was going on in the garage, the dirty work. So right. you know this is this is what you know. Like like I said earlier, like if you really love this hooping thing, man, as a professional, you know it, it'll take the love and the dedication and the obsession of it. That's what'll it take. That's what takes people. The distance, that's what takes, you know, a professional being, instead of a five-year career, that's what it gets you an eight-year Flaps. career or an 11-year career, you know what I'm saying? So, just the little things like that, and just the, uh, and plus it's so much more mental, it's a mental game at this higher level, because it's not like high school or middle school, where in high school middle school, if you were right-handed and you can make a left-hand layup, you got to, you know, you you were better than some people oh, did yeah, because of that, but now, you know, <laughs> yeah. So like now, yeah. So like when at this level, at the professional level, you know, at the high high professional level, everyone can do, everyone can make an open jump shot. Everyone can make a right left hand layup. It's just the little obsession, the little things you're gonna put extra time in. You know, you know the mental part of the game, the the plays. Do you know the defensive scheme? So it's just it's just those. It's it's a lot more. I can I can talk about for hours. Yeah. You know, I I know we got that much time, <laughs> but you know but you know just about how just how how you know you can separate yourself and how how it, you know just the love of it man you know bro
1: we got all the time you need we the owners of this thing right so nobody nobody going yeah, to tell us to get you're off yeah you right right my nah, bad, nah, you man. good bro so that's, that's so right. so whatever that's you got to right. talk about you got to talk about bro we we love it we appreciate you being here we appreciate you breaking it mm-hmm. down but no I'm with you man I'm with you 100% cuz right like you hear the you hear the greats talk about it right like like the kobe's of the world right you, you use the word obsession right it's, it's you got to be a little crazy almost right a little crazy about it right because that's the difference yep. between like you said a five-year career eight-year career or a 15-year 20-year hall of fame career right it's it's the little things like yep. everyone's gonna come in they were the best of the best at the level before you know what i'm saying the level before that they exactly. were the best and they were you know what i'm saying they were the big fish in a humongous pond right so um, you say all that to say this, like you said, it's those little things. It's the it's the work, it's the sprints, the treatments. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm sure the uh, the G League is also yeah. getting y'all prepared for that, right? Like you know, it's it's getting you 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 are yeah. professionals, right? You're living that same exact lifestyle, right? Um, but just the level may not mm-hmm. be as high. But um, if, if you keep putting it in the work, more sky's the limit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right when you got off the first yep, time with fact. the uh, internet issue, I was just telling Ty because I, I went to go look back at your profile. I'm like, man, that's dope. Like you're from Grand Rapids. Like that's that's something out of a, a movie, bro. Like you're back in the city where you're from. Movie. you check. Like movie. Yeah, man. So that's something that's some, like LeBron coming home to do <laughs> type stuff. Facts. Facts. Facts.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. It's 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 love. So you know, I'm, I've been. Uh, it's early in the season, but. Uh, we, I began, like, at the home games and stuff, I began a lot of um, fan love, and sure. I began a lot of um, people coming to the games that just, you know, that, that saw me when I was in high school. And, you know, I'm I'm back, I haven't played, because I haven't played at home since high school, of course, you know, because I've been, oh, right. you know, from New Jersey to Illinois, Chicago, so, um, you know, it's it's been, it's been cool just being back and, you know, having that love again. Yeah, you know? bro, and I'm
1: sure. That's dope. Yeah, bro. And I'm sure you you get uh that feel good feeling of being that kid, right? Or that guy that when you were a kid, you looked yeah. up and you wanted to be right. And now you got other kids from Grand yeah. Rapids not looking up at you like, I could do this too. You know what I'm saying? I know that's probably the best. Feeling. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and I could exactly because yeah, you know, you, you, I'll go ahead. I was know, gonna go
0: say I could tell by the way you talk about it, man. This is this isn't just an act. Like you, you really love this. You really love this, and and you talked about I, some I, I love some it. off the court struggles you had, not non basketball related stuff, health issues that I would imagine just contributed more to that love you got and the passion you got for for playing the game you love to get to this point, the point where you're at, you're getting paid to play. Right, it, it requires a tremendous sacrifice, mm-hmm. and it has to be like Ross said. If not, your whole life, damn near it. So, coming off, I'm not sure we've mm-hmm. seen this the Tyrell or uh, Tyrell Terry situation with the Dallas Mavericks retiring after like two, three years. I'm just wondering how you go about maintaining the mental in, in such a competitive environment. Yeah, yeah
2: I, you know, I, I saw that. Um, I saw. That. I don't know. Like, I don't know him personally, and I don't know like his family or anything what he was going through. Um, so, I can't. I don't want to speak on for him. But, you know, just uh, I would understand, though, I would understand to a limit because I'm not in his shoes, but I would understand, like, every athlete, doesn't matter if it's basketball, football, tennis, baseball, um, et cetera, you know, the athlete from, you know, preparing for a game, for preparing for practice, for going through, you know, what an what, uh, athlete goes through from the outside noise to even the inside noise, you know, it, it can wear on you. And, and you know, I, I understand, like, you have to be, like I said earlier, it's a mental game. Yeah. And so that's just not on the court. That's off the court. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't always listen to the outside noise. can't always listen to those people that, you know, think they know it all. you know, the people that talk about, oh, you should do this, you should do that on and off the court. But, you know, they never been in anywhere near where that athlete has been. And so it's just, you know, it's, it's, um it's, it's not a, I want to say surprise because, you know, the athlete goes through a lot every day. And so, you know, it's I would say good for him um, standing up for himself um, and one not, you know, but it, it you know, every from um, Michael Jordan to LeBron, it's, the ball is going to stop bouncing one day. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to retire. You got out what you're going to do after. And, you know, good for him taking the stand. And saying, hey, you know, this is it for me. And the ball stops bouncing right here because, you know, it's, it's, it's enough. Enough is enough. And so I, I would say good for him. And, and um, what I don't know what he went through, but I, I would understand, like, an athlete goes through a lot from on the court to off the court situations. So. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. And people are looking at that like that's the easy decision, the easy way out. No, that's $3 yeah. million dollars he's turning yeah. down. That's yeah. the hard decision to, yeah. to say right. no to that. Yeah, And I, I read some of what yeah. his agent had put out there that it was just like, a lot of family members living vicariously through him, trying to live out that hoop dream through someone that, like you said, they're not in their shoes. You don't know what the day to day is like, the grind, the mental mm-hmm. pressures, everything that mm-hmm. comes with this. So, man, I can I can understand it too. Having again not been in those shoes, but just sympathizing with, with what he might have been going through.
2: Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like you said, like those. I don't like I don't want to speak for him again. Like you said about something about um people living through him and, and wanting to see the finished product. You know what I mean? They yeah. just want the when he gets that paycheck or when any athlete gets that paycheck, you know, you got people calling your phone. Hey, what's up, man? You know, remember me or man, you did great last game. You know, what's up? You want to go out to eat or something, you know, and, and they just, they you know, they, you know, it's, you got those people around and that get tiring on somebody, let alone
1: athletes. Facts, facts. And, and I'll tell you what, you guys said it great. You I know? think he made the hard decision because at the end of the day, right. A lot of people would just, um, bury these things you know what i'm saying and just kind of go on about it mm-hmm. and whatever and at the end of the day right when you're not right up here you can never be right on the floor you can never be right whether it's your job whatever it is right so um good for right. him bro at the end of the day like he took a stance and he said listen um it's just like if you have a bad boss at work or if some, you know what i mean if the mental is weighing on you is that money worth it you know what i mean Good for him. He's still going to have his little his little paper as well. You know what I mean? He's going to be well off more than, than mm-hmm. the average person. That's what a lot of people got to understand as well. It's like, the man is a millionaire now. Like, you could knock it, you know what I'm saying? But he, he reached <laughs> his dream, yeah. you know what I'm saying? At 22, 23, 24, whatever it is, he's a millionaire, right? Like, how can you knock the guy? Now he's doing what makes himself happy. So, I agree with the both of y'all, you know what I mean? And uh, even, not just from you, but then I'm sure you know Joe a GK. Uh, He I want to say he was yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. so between the two of y'all I've really had an appreciation yeah. for the um yeah. the day to day of what it takes to get what y'all get done cause he's uh, you know on the coaching staff of the Wizards these days you know I don't know if y'all keep in touch
2: yeah man shout out to oh uh, yeah you know, I, we uh, hit each other up uh, every once in a while man shout out to Joe because he came up from the, the grind man he, he you know it's a real starter from the bottom not here you know what I'm Facts. saying so that, that's yeah that's a that's a that's really cool man just to see especially now I think I thought I, I heard through the grapevine he might be uh, uh, taking a break from the hooping thing and he might go into uh, modeling or, or fashion design or something. The way he be, uh, I've seen those he be posting and, and, and be, yeah, uh, he, I, I'm thinking he's walking on a runway or something, man, showing off some hey. <laughs>
1: So I'm like, dang, man, what happened? <laughs> yo, yo, big <laughs> shouts out, Joe, man. You said it. Big Joe shot. is one of those cats. So I met him the same way as you, bro. Outrider, like you said, you know what I mean. Starting off their career, Joe, you know what I mean, was trying to walk on on the team. Was the team manager, like his story. Y'all know his story from the. Uh, he's been on the pod as well before. Check out the seventy fifth episode. Seventy fifth, big shouts. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, Joe, I hope you heard this. You know what I'm saying? Let we let's let's hear your response. You know what I'm saying? Hey. So let's see what you got to say, my boy, out here modeling for real. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> So like I said, you know, I have a, a a lot of love and respect for what it takes. Cause again, a lot of people see, like you said, they see the flashy cars, right? The the nice things, but they don't see what the work in the trenches was what was done, right, to get to that place. Yeah, man, yeah, man. A lot of love. And I'm just wishing you the most, the most success and, and as much prosperity as possible, bro. I know you putting in the work. So, you know, God's got a plan. Just keep sticking to it, you know.
2: Yes, sir. I thank you, man. I appreciate all the blessings, man, and I appreciate you both man. Really, all love and support, really. Of sure, course,
0: bro. bro. We are gonna have you on again when we get that studio set up. You know, it's coming. It's coming. It's on the way,
1: man. I'm, I'm coming in the studio. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm, just let me know. I'm coming back. Say sure. less, bro. Say less, bro. And I got uh, me and Ty were working on some plans to do to do some things, man. I got I got Joe involved, and in I want to get you involved in it as well. But uh, we, we'll talk about that later. We'll keep the fans on the edge of their seat. And we are
0: back. That's right. Back again for another episode of the Who
1: Plug. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Another notorious special mm. episode of the Who Plug. You know what I'm saying? We're coming for you live this Sunday, World Cup finale day. Hey. You know what I'm saying? We watched Mbappe almost take the crown from the GOAT. Well, Messi said you already know who it is and what time it is. So, you know, as always, it's your boy Ross in the building. And I got with me my brother, my partner in crime, the co-CEO of the show start to the fire Ty- tyler how you feeling today my brother
0: hey i'm feeling good i like that word notorious bro what a world cup finale the world knew about messi but america we're not too fine on football we learn about mbappe my boy is coming for the throne next okay Facts. we got the general Pack show for y'all cardiac combo devin booker going for 50 Bronny and kyan anthony facing off <laughs> and more keep it locked it's the club
1: Really under
0: blood, really under Bro, this game was absolutely really insane. I'm blood. flicking through NBA app, seeing what's good, if there's anything worth watching. And the Pelicans are facing off versus the Suns. Should be a good matchup, right? We got Zion on one side, D-Book on the other. And I checked the box score. D-Book has 40 right now. And <laughs> on an efficient clip. I flick it on as fast as I can. My boy goes crazy. He gets up to 57 points on an insane, efficiently 21-for-30 clip. He ended up with 58 points, firing up a couple more. But, man, what a performance from Devin Booker going absolutely insane for sign and company.
1: Dude, uh, this is what I'll tell you, man. Devin Booker, you know, not to say he's always sleeping, but he has these moments where he just wakes up, right? Right not new to anything like this a few years back when he was much younger you know young pup in the league fresh face score 70 you know what i mean so this is nothing new to the young man d book and the Suns needed it right this pelicans team is rolling they're clicking on all cylinders zion is looking like the guy they expected him to be bi is stepping up and looking like the true version of mini kevin durant you know what i mean cj mccullum is doing his thing They're having fun out there in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? But it looks like Devin Booker had to ruin the show a bit, you know? Yeah,
0: man. B.I., I hope he gets well soon. He's been out for a week or so. But, bro, we got to read between the lines here. Use one of my boy Jalen Rose's key terms. Pull back the curtains on this. There is a rivalry (laughs) bubbling between the Pelicans and the Suns. It didn't just start this season. It started a little bit way back because Grant Theft Alvarado started when he was picking pockets by none other than Chris Paul. And then we had that playoff series. Where the Pelicans got bounced by the Suns. Well, now there's an animosity building. We saw Zion do that windmill punch a little bit out of character. He even said so himself. Well, this was a revenge game for Devin Booker. Don't think he forgot about it. Because it wasn't just 57 he hung on the Pelicans' heads. It was a three-pointer when that game was out of hand that he launched. He didn't make it. But to go for 60, just as little we remember
1: (laughs) okay we remember we remember we won't ever forget you check so um they took it disrespectfully again out of character for zion but like you said these two teams got animosity man grand theft alvarado setting the tone properly not backing down from the big dog to vet cp3 and like you said all these little other details in this saga you know what i mean so big game nonetheless uh it was great to see, man. It was great to see. And at the end of the day, who doesn't want to see anybody drop near 60 points? You know, if you're just a yeah. fan of the game, that's that's just a great thing to watch. Regardless, if you're a fan of that player, or that team. So big shouts, D book. You know what I mean? And
0: I think it's good for the game that people like Jose Alvarado can still carve out a role in this league. Right. Six, nothing point guard that doesn't even have one great skill set except for, I guess, defense. But we've seen these throughout the history. Right. Patrick Beverly is of the world. Gary Payton play style, even though he was a much better player than the guys in this conversation. I know the league is getting six, nine, six, ten forwards that can do it all. I like
1: having the parity with with guards. Oh, facts. Oh, facts. So now that's dope. And this is the thing right at the end of the day it shows you in this league, right? You don't got to score 50 points a game, right? You don't got to average a triple double like Russ, right? But if you can contribute and be consistent in, in the minutes and the opportunity that you receive, you can have a pretty long NBA career again. You know, there's there are plenty of guys like the Grand Theft, the, the Jose Alvarados, who have been able to blast. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's great to see, like you mentioned.
0: Yeah, man. I really wish D-Book went for 60. He was so close. I was like, he's going to do it again. Yeah, <laughs> No one's getting close to Kobe, but DM booker is about to do it again. Uh, <laughs> he didn't get there, but he became the sixth youngest player in NBA history to 12,000 career points, trailing only LeBron Durant. Kobe, Mello, and T-Mac, Tracy McGrady. That's a good company, bro.
1: Great company. Uh, imagine what kind of house party they'd have. So, uh, <laughs> great company nonetheless. All the scoring
0: titles. I don't know where I knew it was at.
1: <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, but good thing LeBron, who else is in this? LeBron's got enough rings for everybody, right? LeBron and Kobe, so. <laughs> <laughs> Damn,
0: you Okay, yeah, they they the only ones. Oh, no, Durant, yeah, well, Durant's, get... Durant's bringing some.
1: Yeah, Durant's bringing some, but he's bringing warrior chips, so... I don't want to. I don't want to discredit them, bro. How
0: do you feel about KD?
1: I love KD. I think KD is great. I think he was the best player on those teams. Um, KD's got something to him where he's just like he's him, but he's not him.
0: I was sensing a little brawn energy they there directed towards KD. I, I don't know. if I'm just trying to figure out. Get to the bottom of this. <laughs> no, no, on? no,
1: no. I'm a big KD head. I'm a big KD head. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But uh, he just KD just complains and talks way too much. It's like, we get it. You are being quadruple team every time down. Bull and Brown was making those same complaints back in Miami and Cleveland. Like, we was we roasting them. Yeah, we was roasting them, KD. And if you want to be in that conversation, you can't be as, because I don't want to call KD soft, right? But he has some softness to him, if that makes sense. You know, that boy is sweet. The boy is sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I don't want to just I just want to chalk it up like that, but KD's a killer. Arguably the greatest scorer of all time behind Michael Jordan, you know. Um, but you know, it's a big butt, so
0: All right, all right,
1: gotcha. Yeah. Well,
0: we just showed some love to a miniature point guard in Jose Alvarado. We got one more that's on the list. Cardiac Kemba was in full effect for the Dallas Mavericks. It was his third game as a Mav, but it came with his first 30-piece because he dropped 34 to get the game into overtime, short-handed Mavs roster, no Luka in the starting lineup, and it didn't matter. I mean, they did lose, but (laughs) Kemba definitely kept them competitive. He was lights out, um, showing why he deserved to be in this league.
1: He said, "Baby, I'm feeling nice." You know what I'm saying? It's a feel good story to see Kemba get back on top, contributing some good minutes and some good uh points to this Dallas Mavericks team. And I know once uh Luka comes back. I think this the squad of Kemba Walker and Luka Doncic and the rest of the guys that they have together can. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's a championship contending team, but you're really getting Luka some some experienced help on the offensive end. Kemba could go off for 20 every night. You know what I mean? Not to say he will per se, but he has that ability too. Like you saw, to even go off for 30 and contribute to the game. And I mean, the Cavs are one of the best teams in the league right now. And funny enough, you know, a couple short years ago. I don't think we'd ever be saying that, right? But uh, the Cavs are one of the best teams in the league, and the Dallas Mavericks were able to take them to the wire without their best player. So um, I think some good things here, especially for the Dallas Mavericks, but feel good vibes for Kemba, you know what I'm saying, especially how things ended in New York for him.
0: Facts. Maybe he just likes that baby blue. He felt like he was back in Charlotte. (laughs) Facts. Yeah, it was definitely good to see, bro. We got a long list of guys I feel like should be in the NBA. I'm happy to remove Kemba from that list. But call me when Melo's back, okay? He Bye. deserves a
1: farewell tour. I Facts. will give
0: it to him personally if no one else <laughs> will oblige.
1: <laughs> Facts, bro. The Knicks got to sign Melo on a one-year vets Please. minimum. You know what I'm saying? Give him that real farewell. You know what I mean? Give him that real goodbye. You know what I'm saying? Because Melo's one of those guys. He's not Paul Pierce, okay? They do <laughs> love him like that, all right? You know? So, uh, shout out to Draymond green roasting Paul Pierce about the Kobe tour. He's like, Paul I Pierce, mean, who do you think you are? These, <laughs> they don't love you like These transitions are just
0: lining up perfectly.
1: Come on now. You know the vibes. I'm- Speaking of Carmelo, it's only one natural transition. It's the Garden. It's New York. It's the Knicks. And the Knicks have been looking mm-hmm. great. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You already know our resident Brooklyn Nets fans shouting out the Knicks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the Knicks have been looking good, man. Winners in four of their last four. Oh, oh was it? what is it? Six to six? Four to six, or six? now. Oh Six shoot. Oh shoot. The Knicks living off of my the cross up on my team. The Knicks living off of Jalen Brunson, killing the Bulls in overtime, and they're building off of that, man. Uh it was tough. Was it, it was tough, man. It's tough, man. Shouts out to the Knicks, man. What are your thoughts on how they're doing so far? Uh oh. in this in this run. Yeah, man. Six in a row for, for the blue and orange for
0: the gang. Let's go. <laughs> I'm hyped, bro. Two of them coming over, my boy Chicago Bulls. Back to back? Man, that's another story for another day. But look, man, this is a crazy thing because of the past. This streak of six wins in a row, not crazy, (laughs) but still respectful. Bless you. Thank you, sir. Has only been passed once by the Knicks since 2014. They have only won six games or more in a row once since 2014. That's sad, frankly. But it's because of a few things, and let's get into the positives. Like my boy mentioned, Jalen Brunson is the whole deal, okay? He's not, he's not just the real He's the whole deal. The yeah. savviness, the, the footwork. I don't know how he's so efficient in the paint. It's all there for Jalen Brunson. The only knock on him is his size. And then we've had a Randall size. Julius is playing great. The Knicks offense is booming. I did not see this coming. If you told me they were winning with defense, I'd be like, okay, it's the Tibbs team. That makes sense, Mitchell Robinson in the paint, but to win in the style they are winning in, outscoring guys, I, I really did not see this coming.
1: Nah, man, I definitely didn't see it coming either. I mean, you know, uh, as my boy OJ the Juice Man says, "Quarter brick, half a brick, whole brick, a." You know, and the Knicks are feeling nice. You know, I don't know why that song just popped into my head. It really has nothing to do with what we're talking <laughs> about, but you know, just it just it just sounded nice. But we need more uh, Gucci on the pod. We it's do. Okay. We do. We need more whiz up. You wow. know what I'm saying? So uh, that being said, though, no, the Knicks have been looking good. You know what I mean? You guys have been really building on some development. I mean, signing Jalen Brunson, we expected them to be there a bit earlier. But the fact that this team hasn't won or hasn't done this well in almost eight years, right? Since Ty and I were last in high school. Think about yeah. that for a second. Like, Like Ty. If I thought you had it tough when we were at college, now that you really put it out on paper like that, you've had it tough since 2014. Like, was that the last time they made the playoffs? No, no, sorry. we made it I'm with tripping. the bubble. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Or You're after right. the You're bubble, right. but the bubble was the first time since then, or after the bubble. But it was seven yeah. years. Yeah. Wow. 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 All I know is if Mello was there, he wouldn't. He wouldn't allow that nonsense to happen. So, sign my boy Mello. Bill
0: Jackson just came in and said us five six seven years back phil jackson was out here with a blindfold just throwing darts at the wall
1: oh he came in like a wrecking ball you know what i'm saying no shout smiley cyrus like he came in and he ruined you guys you know what i'm saying and certain draft picks like nita lakina and all i was these... gonna go there yep yeah 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 y'all got set up i mean the one good thing of the phil jackson era which i don't even know if you guys got too many things out of was chris Stapps, right yep he drafted chris Stapps. yeah he didn't trade chris Stapps. no it wasn't him it wasn't him he was out well before then but i mean uh you know i who did you guys get back actually in turn and you guys got probably when the headline piece
0: in that trade was dennis smith jr yeah he's and then all- we got two first round picks
1: so the, the one picks of those were picks good.
0: turned into quickly. Okay. So that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. 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 That's, that's but, solid.
0: I mean, quickly but is not think about it, the Mavs also lost that trade. They traded Chris steps and, and didn't get much back.
1: Yeah. And, well, this is, this is the thing now. Um, he had a crazy inflated value with you guys, but he was had, had just been injured. So he had tanked, right? And yeah. then he had just played like crap ever since he left the Knicks. So his tanked value cut then in half again. So, I mean, you're right. Quickly is a, is a solid enough player to have gotten for how Chris Taps is playing now. I mean, Chris Tapps' ceiling is obviously higher, but no one has seen his ceiling. And I don't know if it's ever going to come. So I agree with you. You're on the money there. But needless to say, I'm happy. I'm a happy
0: Knicks fan right now.
1: Nah, the Knicks are looking good. And to be honest, I think it just hurts because all I remember now. And what they're going to show to kick off this run for the Knicks is Brunson crossing the crap out of Caruso Mm. every time. Bro, he crossed him so hard. That's Mm. Caruso. I'm a Bulls fan. All that. Like, you know, you know, but got to give credit where it's due. Jalen Brunson killed us. He killed us. And the whole team got confident after that. They're like, wait a minute. We could do this? Oh, <laughs> you know? Oh,
0: man. Yeah. And the Caruso reaction was funny. He just... Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he knew. It. As soon as he got up, uh, he looked at
0: the monitor like, yeah, that's,
1: that's ESPN,
0: like, House of Highlights.
1: That's in a, a fool <laughs> as well. Like, I'm going to get it. And he's a really good uh, defender. I mean, Caruso is a plus defender. You know what absolutely. I mean? So... Uh, you love to see it. you love to see it when I say that, not the Knicks winning, but the competition. uh <laughs> you know what I mean, So it's always good, man. It's always good. and uh speaking of the Knicks bro, it's like a blast from the past, but twenty years later, you know what I'm saying? It's a matchup between Anthony It's a matchup between James, right? We're not talking about LeBron, and we're not talking about Carmelo, right? We're talking about the next generation. We're talking about Bronny James, LeBron's son, versus Keon Anthony, or however you say his name, Melo's son. You know what I mean? And uh, without discrediting these two young guys from the Rip, I saw a meme that said, "Yeah, the G League is in good hands." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so. man. <laughs> roasted them. Roasted them. But no, man, these young cats, man, they hoopers at the high school age. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, it's tough to live up to what your dad set by example when your dads are LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony, two of the best to ever do it on their respective fields and positions. So, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That one stuck with me. I'm not going to lie. That's, that's all I that's can a, really that's think a about. a right there. I can't lie. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Lie.
0: And you it's know true. how I feel about Brownie. I feel like at times the only one in his camp. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. look, man, we're diving <laughs> into it. Brownie, I'm I've been impressed with what he's done senior year. I haven't been excited beyond what I felt previously, right? Yeah. I was hoping for a jump senior year. <clears throat> this is it for him on the high school level, and it's been there, but it's been marginal. He is running the offense. He does have players younger than him. That are better than him. But it it just seems translatable in terms of what he's doing out there. The vision, the playmaking, the bounce that's taking a step up. The shooting. He's catching lobs. Lobs, yeah. All that stuff I like. On the other side, Kyan Anthony, he's a sophomore. Christ the King is another powerhouse, right? Right. They were to keep that close in Sierra Canyon's gym. And Christ the King is is New York though, right? Yeah, Christ the King there
1: in New York. Bro, flew man. across the country yeah. to
0: L.A. in a small high school gym with Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Northwest, Savannah James, LeBron James, Scottie Pippen, La La Anthony Carmelo, and others sitting front row, and they were able to keep that game competitive. So I think that's a testament just alone.
1: Man, I go ahead. Imagine being in high school, bro. And you ready to play for your game Friday night? You know what I'm saying? You, you just you just killed your physics exam, you know what I'm saying? You're a <laughs> senior, you know. Uh you pull up to the gym. Not oh, you're like, okay, bronze here, you know, Bronny's that, Bronny's that, whatever, Bronze here, right? You know what I'm saying? Savannah might be here, shoot, you know. Um Melo's here. Wait a minute, who are we who are we playing? Lala's here? Wait, Scottie Pippen? Wait, the Kardashians? Like, come on, man. Come on, that ain't no regular Friday night at a varsity exactly. basketball game, bro. We got that that speaks volumes to to the star power that comes with with the last name, you know? Yeah, and you joked around with that G League stuff that they <laughs> G League's in good hands. <laughs> if they actually end up
0: there, they are. You know what that's going to do for ratings?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They actually are in fantastic hands, bro. So foul, so foul. But no, man, it's not to knock these two young guys, right? Because they still have a very good opportunity. A matter of fact, um, I'll actually, I, with, regarding Bronny, you know, we had a clip where we said we could basically count him out as being Bron six years ago, right? Which I still think there is some truth to that. But to me, I think he has made the step. Because you got to understand, right? Um, Remind me of the guy who was on his team. Last year, that was the best player on the squad that Drake was, uh, unfortunately, tooling his mother. light <laughs> king. guy. Something, ba- is it Bailey? Yeah, Omari Bailey. There Omari Bailey. Omari Bailey, right? So Omari Bailey was the clear-cut best player on that team. You know, had the national rankings, had the love, got the offers, got the recruiting. Like, he was him. You know what I'm saying? No doubt the more talented prospect of the two, Right. You look at his numbers and what he did his senior year. It's not too far off from what Bronny did. You got to understand that these high, very competitive um, high schools, right? These are all private schools. These are all guys who more than likely will be playing at the Division One and at, at major programs at that, right? We're not talking about the riders of the world and the the MAACs, right, in the world, the MAC conferences. We're talking about the SEC, the Big Tens. We're, we're talking about the Pac-12s, right? Um, say all that to say this, if you look at his numbers, his senior year, and you look at his numbers uh, and Bronny's numbers, his senior year right now, they're not too far off. And given that Bronny is the guy who is running the offense, right? He is the number one score. I mean, there are more talented guys on his team, but he is the number one option. You know what I mean? The bounce has increased. The three point shooting has gotten much better. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think he's starting to cement his spot. He will be in the league. Will he be an all-star? As of right now, it seems like no. But I think he'll be able to, and if, even if it is after a year or two of G League, uh, be in the league. I think it's a possibility.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, bro. Because I didn't know about the numbers, but when you look at the play and the style of play, right, yeah, they're yeah. doing it in the similar situations. All talented rosters, right? So you can't compare this prospect, as in Brownie James at Sierra Canyon, to a five-star at a small local school. Correct. Putting up 30 a game. It's not apples to apples. It's the Kentucky effect. At least when they're in their prime and you had five five stars, right? Devin Booker was coming off the bench. <laughs> okay. He's just put up 50 for the second time this season. <laughs> Facts. Amari Bailey, Bronny has caught up to him. In athleticism, it's close now. I'd still give Bailey the slight age. Yeah. In shooting, Bronny's a better shooter. In playmaking, Bronny's the better playmaker. Amari's two inches taller. Maury's got the aggressive mindset. Yeah. And you can have a debate on which way you would like and prefer to work out on the next level. Like that's up for debate now. So he is closing the gap, but that aggression is still a concern.
1: Correct. And I think part of that comes with being LeBron's son, man. Not needing for anything in your life. Not ever wanting for everything in your life, right? He could work hard. He could have Bron at him every single morning. Hey, Bronny. Be more like Bryce, man. Bryce looking like a real hooper out here. Bryce, stop playing, right? Uh, he could tell Bronny that every morning. Because a lot of people are saying Bryce is looking like he might be the better of the two of LeBron's kids, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock Bronny just yet. But, anyways, right? So I say all that to say this, right? Whereas Amari Bailey, like you know what I'm saying, if he wasn't good at basketball. He'd never be in these conversations. He'd never be at the Sierra Canyons. There's that grittiness to it. He's from Chicago. You know what I mean? That understanding that if I don't do this, like I don't got anything else to fall back on. And I think that's somewhat a little bit different between, you know, why you see these second generation players, NBA players, I should say, not always able to kind of get to the level that their parents did, you know? Yeah. You you need adversity is also,
0: And what you're saying is also why this year is so important for Brownie. As a prospect. Because this year, it is more so than any other year his team. Correct. This year, people are coming at his neck more. There is no Omari for him to hide behind. You know what I'm saying? Correct. You're the point yard. You're the leader of this team, even if you're not the best player on it. And we've started to see some of that aggression forced out of Ronnie. I've seen the clip. I think you have, too, of him chirping at that guy before he hits the three in a big moment. There's just going to be more and more moments like this. This is going to be a great test to see if he got that dog in him. <laughs> if he passes, I think a lot of people's minds are going to change.
1: Correct. Correct. And again, like you mentioned, you know he's still 34th uh, in his class, right? And I think that he could still step it up. He's gotten offers from Kentucky, Memphis, Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, USC. So the, the offers are coming. I mean, he hasn't gotten the UCLA's, the Duke, some of the other ones he probably would want. I think he
0: did get uh, like a, non, a non-official UCLA.
1: Okay, there you go. There you go. So sell so that to say this. My point is people see the talent. The talent is there. The promise is there. You know what I mean? The question is, what can he do with it? You know what I mean? Is he going to be able to build on that and take that to the next step? Guess we'll just have to see, you know?
0: Absolutely, man. It's going to be excited to find out.